0: Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, the weekly podcast for those of us from the video game and comic book store, Level Up Entertainment, get together some friends and we talk about different subjects we're passionate about. This week we're talking about the Sega Genesis, uh, one, Sega. Of the, one of
1: the, the main
0: one of the main forces in the, the great console wars of the early 90s. Uh, as usual, I'm your host this week, Scott, and joining me I have Wes. Hey. I got Kendall. Hello. And then we have Brian. What's oh. up? um so this is probably the first console when it came out it came out in 1990 so i was like four going on five i I know i got it after super nintendo came out but it's like the first one where i was like i want this thing specifically (laughs) um i don't know how you guys uh your origin stories with the sega uh or not wes i know you are a little older than the rest of us so you probably have a very different experience than us but i'll start with yeah i was like I was like 19,
2: I think, when it came out. So yeah. it's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, between 19 and 5. What a world of difference. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's start off with you, Brian. How did you get in the, the Sega Genesis?
1: Uh, my Sega Genesis, I forget what birthday it was, but it was given to me uh, as a is a birthday gift. Uh, I had gotten the Model 2 Genesis with the Pack in Sonic 2 and a copy of The Lion King. Uh, after I had asked my family for more and more video games after having played the family's old Nintendo to death. Uh, And yeah, it kind of spiraled out from there. Cool, cool, cool. How
0: about you, Kendall?
3: Um, I did not have a Genesis for a very long time. Um, I got it, like, after PlayStation 1. But like they were still selling them in stores, so they're still selling them in stores today. Yeah, which is wild. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
3: but very cool. Um, but yeah, I I came across Genesis. Um the the woman down the street who would like watch the kids in the neighborhood had um an older daughter who like lived in the basement and very rarely would be we be allowed down there to like play sega genesis and that's kind of where i fell in love with it
0: yeah uh, and then wes i know you've got uh of my guests here you've got the most unique story uh, not really it was just i was uh
2: you know i grew up an arcade kid um sega was a huge part of that um so once you know and i already had a master system so once they advertised Genesis as you know the ultimate arcade machine. You know, bring the arcade classics home. Um, you know, I was and I saw Altered Beast packed in. I was mm-hmm. I was all about it. I had to have it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I know everyone uh, associates Sega Genesis with uh, the marketing campaign. You know, their their aggressive marketing campaign in Sonic, but like that's not how it started. The original packing game was Altered Beast, which mm-hmm. was you know obviously an arcade title. But uh, mine's a little similar to yours, Brian. I remember. My parents gave me the choice between getting a Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis for that Christmas. They're like, you're not getting both. Pick which one you want. (laughs) Um, And I was like, well, my friend down the street had a Super Nintendo, and I was like, I gotta play Sonic the Hedgehog. So I got the Model 2, but my pack-in was the six-pack, which had Sonic 1, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, Super Hang-On Columns, and Revenge of Shinobi. Mm -hmm. So that's what I had uh, out of the gate. And then, obviously, I got more games uh, later. Um, But yeah, like, so do you guys remember like had the vibe for Genesis being really different than Super Nintendo or you know just Nintendo's brand in general? Uh, I, I, obviously, we all remember the marketing campaigns and stuff. You know, doing what Nintendo don't, uh, and all those, all of those kinds of like ads and stuff, um, which is such a clever and great thing. That I'm mad that I never would have come up with something half as good. but yeah so you guys remember like yeah, you no, guys the, remember about the the aggressive marketing
1: campaign and stuff yeah now it was basically just kind of like nintendo played it safe and sega wanted so sega wanted to be in your face and it, it was that very 90s style
0: yeah everything like, very
1: loud and at you
0: it's the most 90s thing i think of like i think of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and I think of Sega's marketing campaign, and that's like my two thoughts. <laughs> like when I think nineties, those are the two things that come to my head. Um,
2: the, the famous Sega scream.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my God. We do it at the beginning of all the games, like Jurassic Park, the T-Rex would do it. You know, or it's a <laughs> Sega. Yeah. What a that, screaming the Sega thing was so weird, but like we were we're still talking about it thirty <laughs> years later, so.
1: Yeah. So, somebody got paid a lot of money to come up with that, and they did a darn good job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, we all remember the Sega versus Nintendo, like, console wars. Um, obviously, I chose to be on Sega's side. Um, I think, I guess, most of you guys have done, did the same thing since we're on this podcast, specifically. Um, but it's always funny to look back on that now. Where it's, like, more or less kind of the same experience especially in retrospect now like i think super nintendo has the stronger library which might be controversial for some of you um <laughs> but i will say genesis has its own style and like flavor that's like kind of unique for the 16-bit like i know a sega genesis soundtrack without even knowing what like that it's from it i just from hearing it, i'm like this sounds like it's from genesis like, something from, like, Streets of Rage, like, always sounds, like, different than something, like, anything from Super Nintendo.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: But, yeah, even, uh, like...
3: I was a Nintendo kid. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, like, I don't know, I just always, I think it's, like, also tied into the fact that I played it in, like, a dirty basement <laughs> of, like, a, a young adult who, like, needed to move out of their house, you know? But, like, it always seems like, I don't know, like Sega Genesis was like one step below, like smoking cigarettes or something.
0: I mean, I like know there was just like, I know they were targeting teenagers and stuff. So that kind of makes sense.
3: Yeah. It just yeah. like felt like, a, like very, it felt like the nineties.
0: Yeah. I will say like the whole reason I wanted one, we might as well just get him out of the way is. Uh, sonic the hedgehog was my jam as a kid <laughs> uh, i watched got up every day to watch the cartoons all, i i wanted it to play sonic the hedgehog like that's all i was interested in, which is funny because i only i n- only ever owned that one that came with my game i never bought sonic 2 3 or knuckles really but like my friend would my friend had all of them so i would just go over his house and we would just play them okay um, and then Kendall, I know in high school, like when they started releasing the GameCube like collections, that's when we were like, that's first time I properly like owned those games. Um, cause I know we would like just one night when we're just hanging out, we would just play like Sonic three and just beat it just cause it's yeah. there.
3: Yeah. Why the one yeah.
0: thing
2: about Sega, especially when Sonic came out, it was like, they was all, they were always trying to be like revolutionary, you know, especially with the Sonic and Knuckles with the clip-on cartridge.
0: Well, yeah. Mm-hmm
2: on Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 it gave you knuckles in in, in Sonic 2 and Sega was always different and innovative in in that respect so I was like I was all about it I was like yeah I was more of a Sega kid than a Nintendo kid
0: yeah I I will say because Nintendo is also known for trying new things and doing that stuff Uh, I think obviously Nintendo's stuff paid off because they're still making video game consoles and Sega is not Um, but like yeah Sonic and Knuckles should have been our first inkling that, like, we're just gonna just keep jamming more and more things
1: onto the, <laughs> the Genesis because hey, whoa, 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 some of those yeah. things were very good, yeah, and well, some of those things were a 32X.
0: I'll be honest with you, I never <laughs> knew anyone that bought a 32X or a Sega CD, I've never played any of those properly outside of like testing them and stuff at
1: the store. Uh, Sega CD's mm. awesome, they, I think that's that, that's probably where the best games on Sega Genesis are, honestly.
0: See, I, I I've only played Sonic CDs. The only Sega CD game I've played, and like I don't particularly like it, um, which I know is sort of blasphemy because everyone loves it. It's like one of the more well-regarded Sonic games. Where I'm like, eh, I'd like Sonic three more, or I guess Sonic <laughs> two is a better example because they were made in parallel to each other. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I never I didn't know anyone that had that stuff, or if they had it, like. They didn't have any game we wanted to play for it and we would just play regular Genesis games or something else.
2: A lot think, of those Sega CD games, yeah. especially after the initial launch, I remember they were all like rehashes with like better sound.
0: Yeah, like they keep releasing like mm-hmm. the same game over and over uh, on for a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of those, but I mean, honestly, uh, Final Fight CD or Earthworm Jim CD, they're they're like the best ways to play those games. And it's, yeah, it's a rehash, but if you had to go and play one of those today, that's where I'd point you. Because, oh, the, yeah, the au- yeah. yeah, the audio quality is outstanding because, I mean, it's oh, the audio CD, versus yeah. games. Uh, but, I mean, it still, it still retains a lot of that genesis sound, if that makes sense.
0: I guess, yeah, because it's more just, I don't know, Genesis had a weird audio chips. Well, because the sound still had to run through the Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Or did it plug, I forget, does that plug directly into the TV? The, I know, the,
1: the Sega or, CD has its own audio outs.
0: All right, I was about to say, because I know once you start adding all that stuff to the Genesis, it becomes like this uncontrollable nightmare mm-hmm. of wires because they all need their own power. They all need their own. Yeah, It gets really weird and annoying and very aesthetically <laughs> displeasing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you ever get this, the Genesis, what was it? The CDX, I think they called it, where it was like a Walkman. So it was just a Sega CD with a slot for Genesis games.
1: That's the, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wish I knew that those existed when I was a kid, but (laughs) um, there's so much Sega stuff that I didn't know was around at the time. Like, Wes, you mentioned the Master System. I never heard of Sega until Sonic hit the scene. So, like, I never, I, I don't think I ever played any of their arcade games, like, when I was a kid. I don't. I don't think I've seen any of their arcade games. It's like Starkade doesn't have any of them I don't think.
2: No. Nah, well you had Oh, well, they had, might have
0: they might have a Golden Axe game. Yeah, you had Golden yes. Axe, you had Altered
2: Beast, you had Shinobi, the original Shinobi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had Strider. Uh so it, they were they were known for making arcade games.
0: Well, yeah, I know their big ones are like Space Harrier or, or No, not Fancy Star. What's the one with the little spaceship?
1: Uh, fantasy star you're thinking fantasy zone but they also made fantasy 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 zone is what i was thinking
0: um but yeah i guess i guess with that let's just go into the the games from that era um one of the big things i remember is just like a trend on the genesis besides just sports games because they were really Mm -hmm. going for those like licensed sports titles but i remember like the the disney games uh being really like well animated and like basically looking like a cartoon like aladdin blew my mind on that system um but brian i know you specifically you know you mentioned <laughs> the lion king how how
1: you're trying you tried to speed run that one run on, you for a while that, and i right? yeah. i kind of gave up yeah I, I fell out of it but i mean for a while i mean i can run through that game kind of like it's nothing whereas most people i mean lion King's one of those things that everybody's like oh, i can never get past those giraffes <laughs> it's not I as hard as you think i mean i can't
0: but like by that point i'm like i get frustrated i bet you could i don't know what's the well? what's the trick
1: yeah, jump oh oh that's just, what i was doing. just jump just keep moving don't stop it's not it's not a mario game is the problem was that
0: one uh, made was that one made by capcom or by virgin
1: that's uh the virgin interactive most of those mm-hmm. disney ones at that time are but yeah. it's uh yeah, no, it's everybody expected it to play slower like a like a Mario game would. Because everybody's coming from that and you have now it's like, no, you need to jump like real quick.
0: Well no, because <laughs> now we have blast processing. Yeah,
1: exactly. We have to gotta a move that. Yeah,
2: and, as as uh, all those Disney games, they all look great. They they animated well, like you said, it's got like you were looking at a cartoon, they were just so hard.
0: I know. <laughs> well it's still that era where like because like NES games were like the 8-bit era was really difficult. I think the 16-bit there people were getting a little bit more used to program like developing games with a home console mind rather than just like quarter munching you. Mm-hmm. Um, but still like like when I was a kid like Sonic the Hedgehog like I never beat it. I don't even remember what this what's the Zone Beyond Marble Garden Zone. I don't even remember offhand what it is. <laughs>
1: telling me I haven't played that in so long I haven't
0: finished exactly. it in so long Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't remember but I played that game all the time as a kid it's just Green Hill Zone was so much fun that doesn't really matter um but I mean like I said I never owned Sonic the other the Sonic sequels um I will say a lot of the games I really like for the Genesis I kind of came into them later Um, Like the Wii's Virtual Console was a great place to get introduced to a lot of these things. Like that's when I first played Gunstar Heroes, for example, and I love that game. Uh, That's a great cooperative game.
1: Yeah, the the treasures showing between Gunstar Heroes and Alien Storm are just kind of nuts. I wish Alien Storm
0: wasn't so crazy rare. I mean, Gunstar Heroes is too, but Alien Storm especially is really hard to get your hands on, like a real copy of it.
1: That's because it wasn't released in the US. It was yeah. PAL territories.
0: Was it only PAL territories or was it also in
1: Japan? I believe there's some I know it's widest releases PAL territories. Alien Storm. It's like um how would you describe you know, it? Came that in America. It did I thought it, I thought it did. Hold on. It did. There probably was.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: That that fixes that problem. Yeah. I know it was widest released, not here. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, I
0: know it's one of because oh, uh, Sega in general did a lot better in uh, Japan and Europe than it, uh, than Nintendo did. Like Nintendo really dominated the market here uh, until the Genesis kind of busted that open a little bit. <clears throat> but I know like Genesis was like booned or buoyed by uh, Nintendo's like strict licensing agreements. Like a lot of companies are like like Atari was like well. We're jumping ship. We don't want to keep playing this for Super Nintendo. Um, that's why I think Super Nintendo is the last great console where uh, Nintendo had a lot of third-party support. Then after that was N sixty-four, and everyone kind of went to Dreamcast. Or not Dreamcast. Um, PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation <laughs> was where a lot of that went. Like you know, your Final Fantasies and stuff.
2: Yeah, you you figure Nintendo kind of started losing their grip once Sega got Street Fighter.
1: Because that, oh, yeah. for the
2: longest time, you can only get Street Fighter on a Super Nintendo. And that's what made me buy Super Nintendo was for Street Fighter. And then, you know, Sega released their six-button controller. And everybody was like, oh, what, you know, what are we going to get? What are we going to yeah. get? Everybody speculated with Street Fighter. But then we got, uh, what was it? Um, oh, oh, what was that fighting game? Eternal, Eternal Champions. Champions. Eternal Champions, yes. And then uh, oh we got that. And then Street Fighter Championship Edition was announced like later on. But I think once Sega got Street Fighter, it started to turn the tide.
0: Yeah, well, there was a ton of fighting games. It's like, well, again, just compare it to Super Nintendo, like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat had the blood and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Rather than like sweat, like, man, how hot is it in that <laughs> world where it's like, just gallons of sweat are coming off of you uh, every time you do anything? But you know, between that and like Night Trap randomly. Because if you watch Night Trap yeah. like now, it's like, oh, like I don't even understand what's happening and this is what everyone's <laughs> freaking out about. But you know, we started getting like, you know, the government got involved and we had to that's where the ESRB came from, so they could self-regulate and and you know, like have ratings so kids wouldn't get things that shouldn't be playing. Um, it was a very interesting time in gaming uh, in general, at least you know, in the States. I can't speak to the Japanese experience in the early 90s. But yeah, so again, let's just let's just go into some of our our favorite games. I'm gonna start with uh, let's start with you, Kendall. What's one of your favorite games for the console? Uh,
3: my most favorite game. Well, should we start with our favorites or?
1: You like turtles? (laughs) Get it over with.
3: (laughs) Uh, I think the turtles uh, are a little weak compared to Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo. Hyperstone iced. It's
0: just
3: like, uh... It was neat to play it, but it's no Turtles in Time. Yeah, it's
0: neat that it has Tatsu, but it's got Rocksteady and New Bebop.
3: Yeah, it's so Mm -hmm. weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you fight the same three bosses over and over again. Yeah. But it's fine. If you don't have Turtles in Time, it's a fine game, just compared to it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
3: So, my most... My favorite game on Genesis is Sonic Two. Craziest! I just playing it. I was like, "This is insane!" Like it felt it
0: felt really
3: fast when I was like a kid.
0: Oh my god! Do you remember the first time you like you could learn like like spin dash? I was like it changed the game completely. Oh yeah! Now every time remember, they port like, Sonic One, they bring that into it. What's that? Now every time they port Sonic One, they add that to it.
3: Yeah, well, I remember Mm -hmm. going back to Sonic 1 after Sonic 2 and just being like, oh, this is weird. (laughs) Like not being able to spin dash.
1: They Uh, added that as like an accessibility option between 1 and 2 because people lost momentum and went, I can't get over this loop-de-loop. And they went, all right, well, how do we fix that? And so people complaining that they couldn't get through something because they were bad turned into Sonic's basically defining feature.
0: I mean, I I think it just makes it more fun in general. Being mm-hmm. able to also even if you don't go anywhere, just getting in the ball, and spin, up, yeah, it's revving up so is so fun. much fun. <laughs> like we all did it like thirty times because we, you know, you think it makes you go faster. What blew my mind about Sonic Two was, you know, being used to Super Mario Brothers, when you had to play like, you know, Mario and Luigi you had to take turns, but like being able to play as Tails at the same time was such a cool idea.
3: Yeah, and it definitely like. If you get stuck in that game, like having
0: the player two as tails, like sometimes makes all the difference. Oh, tails made bosses so easy. Yeah. Just have <laughs> just throw tails at them over and over again. It doesn't matter if tails dies. <laughs> they come right back.
3: Yeah. I mean, eventually you just learn how
0: to yeah. hit the boss like six times. Oh yeah. Well, if you like the two of us, if we were to play, like we can hit Robotnik like six times like as first pass because we both <laughs> yeah. able and hit him. Uh, it's so much yeah. fun. I'm glad that the kind of you can kind of still do that in Sonic Mania. Yeah, I really need to get that game. I'm still shocked that you don't know it because you were buying like every Sonic game up until like Sonic Six.
1: Yeah, it
3: was so oh, I bad. wonder what
1: happened.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Sonic Two, favorite game is so fun. Like the levels felt huge to me. Um. And just the fact that, like, you know, it's like two zone, like two parts of the level. It was just like insane.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I like Sonic 2 the best of the classic Genesis Sonic games. I think that's nostalgia giving it an edge, like kind of how I like Mario Brothers 3 better than Mario World. Because there's a lot of cool things in Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles. Like I like blue, sure. like I like blue I don't really like blue spheres. Blue spheres makes me sick. Never mind.
3: I, I like the I like the half pipe better than Blue Spheres.
0: Yeah, I like the half pipe better too, but like the elemental shields and stuff, like in playing his knuckles, is like there is a lot of cool stuff in the later games, but something about Sonic 2, like the way it looks, like the colors just pop a little bit differently. Like I don't yeah. know, like like Sonic Sprite looks a little different than it does in the other games, and something about it like it's really appealing. And, like, Brian, I know
1: you don't like it, but I love Chemical Plant Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chemical Plant Zone's awesome. Uh, it's one of the worst levels in that game. You, you just drown too much, don't you? No, it's just, it it breaks up the pace. That's the problem. It's You want to go fast, and it's like, all right, here, let me just trudge through this water area i don't like mario games and that's what it turns it into oh
0: well, see as a sonic one guy uh that's all marble zone is, marble Garden yeah. zone is like mm-hmm. it's bad but i don't know i think sonic 2 is where they kind of really perfected the sonic formula you could say like they refined it better in in the later games or even sonic cd if you wanted to bring i agree in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I, I think sonic cd is a little too claustrophobic and like the time travel thing doesn't Makes sense i don't know
1: i don't i'm not wild about that game look you um, you just haven't gone back in time and gotten all of the old chaos emeralds so that you could stop robotnik before he took over
0: oh uh, my thing with it is is more <laughs> like the way they have it so you can switch between times time zones is like really difficult and unintuitive like i don't think the level layout where they have like the little starting gates for it i don't think they're in good spots where you can like get the momentum you need to try to go 88 miles per hour um
1: you should already be going 88 miles per hour Scott that's the point
0: well that see that one though like the, the necessity of that game is you have to explore more so you in theory you you need to be going slower than you do in the the other Sonic games no you just
1: know you just know so, where they're Yeah, at. you have to yeah, <laughs> see it's it's it, it's, it's one a fundam- of the hardest ones
0: it's a fundamental thing that I don't like it's not what I come to with, like that era of Sonic 4. But the opening cutscene is awesome. Like Mm -hmm. nobody's gonna say it's not. Um, But with that, Brian, what's your favorite? What's one of your favorite Genesis games? You don't have to pick the top one.
1: All right. So I've got like a list of stuff of like we should talk about these. Um, If I if I had to say like if you told me go play Genesis right now, I think the answer is clearly that I put Outrun in. I I love Outrun. I love the arcade cabinet Mm -hmm. of Outrun. I love almost every port of outrun that they've made uh, it there's just something serene about that super scalar driving it's it's really really nice uh, it's smooth uh, it's it's just simple it, it's got that simple classic arcade feel of just go forward uh, without too don't much anything yeah yeah
0: yeah I remember I don't think I ever played I don't think I, I definitely didn't play it as a kid on Genesis. But I'm pretty sure I played that in the arcades at some point. There was a lot. Of, I, I'm going to amend an earlier statement. There was a lot of Sega racing games, I think, that were in our, the arcades around here. Because mm-hmm. they had
1: OutRun. What else did they have? I mean, they know. Eventually, they had the Cruising series. Uh, the Sega Rally games. Yeah. There's... um. Now oh, Virtual think. Driving. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was about to bring up Virtua. Was I, was, I, I couldn't down. remember if there was or wasn't. Um, but you know, Outrun's a good pick. It's got some great music. It's some of the best.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, really good.
0: I like that they use some of it in uh, the one Sega and Sonic uh, Racing's transformed. There's a mm-hmm. there's an Outrun section. Um, I think you can unlock the car. I know the car is fight- playable in one of the virtual fighting games.
1: DS. Uh No, that is Rocket from Daytona USA. <laughs> oh, okay that's something different then. that's saturn but also a sega racing game
0: yeah so I, that's what i was thinking then but yes and yeah more sega racing they love to drive they had they always needed to go fast even you know before sonic <laughs> was a thing um but yeah how about you Wes? what's one of your what's one of your picks
2: man I, I, I that's a tough one because i don't think i have a favorite game more so than a genre because i love the side-scrolling shooters hmm you know, I love like, like Thunder Force. Um, you know, Garius. Uh, you know, Whiplash. Like any side-scrolling shooter, like R-Type. I I love. Um, but if if you're forcing me to pick one game, I would probably have to say Batman: The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Oh just, yeah, yeah. Just because it's Batman, and it was insanely hard, and I never beat it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kendall. Then we tried playing that once, and we couldn't beat the first boss like a million yeah. after a million tries. Yep. I don't think we could figure out how to like hit him or something. Yeah, I think it's Harley Quinn's the first boss, right? I like, don't. Someone in a giant move. mech. Man. And I was like, oh man, we couldn't figure it out, but like it was fun the first level. <laughs> 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 it was fun to play, It just
2: you couldn't get anywhere.
0: Yeah. Um. I know we mentioned Gunstar Heroes earlier. That's a really fun shooter in my opinion. It's also mm-hmm. great cuz it's cooperative. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone with a little brother, you know, the the games we could play at the same time were a big deal for us uh, then. Like again on that that six-pack card, I guess we can I'll I'll take over a little bit, but like Streets of Rage and Golden Axe like kind of the same but like similar enough style games. Like, we would play them over and over and over again, um, just because we could both play them at the same time. And, you know, I had a love for the side-scrolling brawler, you know. We talked a little bit about it before in an earlier podcast, but, like, you know, Turtles in Time, like, was a big deal. They were my favorite games in the arcades, Um, you know, Ninja Turtles and Simpsons and X-Men and stuff, like. So, having them at home was fun. Plus, like, in the, the you know... was
2: amazing, though
0: plus streets of rage you can
2: streets of rage and heard the soundtrack i thought it was great
0: oh yeah we're talking about good soundtracks oh my gosh um yeah that was one of the i think that's the first game on genesis we beat um which is pretty crazy but like i remember the first time we discovered the button that summons the police car and they shoot a bazooka (laughs) and it kills everything on the stage (laughs) it's like oh my god this is amazing um Oh, yeah, I, I love Streets of Rage, but like Golden Axe 2 is also really great. The, the Golden Axe into the, the wilderness theme song is so good. Um, it's one of my favorite retro game songs. It's one of my favorite ones when like they do like metal covers of stuff. Uh, it's so badass. But like, yeah, Streets of Rage has this really like funky soundtrack and look to it. It's one of the better pixel frames, I think, that they have at the store. Um, just because it's so like aesthetically pleasing with like its dark blues and like neons mm-hmm. and stuff. It almost looks like uh, what Cyberpunk 2077 was trying to be back then. Except it doesn't crash every two seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what so Cyberpunk I've, means. Blast processing.
0: Or so I've heard. I haven't actually played it. I was like not hyped for that game. Um, but I, this isn't a Cyberpunk podcast. We'll go you know, back to
1: second Genesis. Um, now we're going to run for over 30 minutes. <laughs> it's fine. Do you remember... I remember I I
3: hadn't played much of Streets of Rage but I do remember Sears in uh in the mall that I know two of you work at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sears used to have like a Genesis like Stand and I remember like sneaking away from my mom and playing Streets of Rage 2 <laughs> on that thing for what felt like an hour and it was great
0: yeah our dentist's office i think they still have this in their waiting room they had like a like a genesis standing thing uh which had like oh, wow. six games or whatever you could like you could push a button and it will just move on to the next one so we, it was like sonic 2 a baseball game cool spot i think aladdin there might have been one or two other games where like you know something you could do while you're you know waiting
3: now I want to go to the dentist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nobody my, does. My adult dentist doesn't have anything fun like that because they're for adults. Um, but I like—I remember—I remember playing that. Like, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, "Oh, I want this," even though I could just do that at home anyway. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just change the game. But I thought it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, it reminded me of that. I remember, uh, I think Sears had like other things set up because I remember also running away from my mom and playing games and things while she was shopping. They probably were more aware of us being there than we thought. Yeah.
3: Just had to play that Streets of Rage though.
0: Streets of Rage is the bomb. (laughs) Yeah, good call. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't played the new one yet. I really want to. But it came out and it was like thirty dollars or something. I was like, I don't feel like spending. Oh, that it's much so good. Right it's yeah, I know. So I hear good. it's really good. It looks really good. How's the soundtrack in it? It's really good. As what you would expect, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. all right, good. All right, well, I'll pick it up someday. I'm playing through four games right now. I need to beat one of them first. <laughs> um I know the struggle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kendall, what's another one of your faves?
3: Um, so a game I really liked, and I've never been in the presence of so many diehard Genesis fans, so maybe, <laughs> maybe someone, maybe one of you people would have heard of it. It was called
0: Cheeky Cheeky Boys. Mm-hmm. You know it? I'm glad, I know it, yeah. I know it because it's come into the store. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you
3: play as like a chibi anime sword
0: boy going through like
3: Kirby levels basically and it was a lot of fun i i liked that game a lot it was like a it had like rpg elements but it was an action game even though i didn't know what rpg elements were yeah but like it's like oh cool i can get this magic spell and it was basically like a bomb in one of those uh side-scrolling shooters.
0: Yeah, we just clear the screen real quick. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. I like that game.
0: I know it came in and um, Sean at the store knew what it was. The first time I'd ever heard of it, I was like, what the hell is this? He's like, oh, you never heard of Cheeky Cheeky Boys. Let's play it. I was like, oh, this is super <laughs> random. But he no. was like really stoked that it was there. Um, that's cool. That's my Cheeky Cheeky Boys story. What <laughs> oh, did if, you think of it? It was cool. I mean, it's a we were at work, so I didn't get a chance to really play it. Like, play it, play it. You know, where you want to sit down and enjoy it. You know, people come in and you have to talk to them and, you know, so you don't really get to play a lot of video games. You mean
3: you You mean you don't just play video games at your job?
0: Believe it or not, we do work at work. Um, Blasphemy. Yeah, I know. I was wow. going to say we've all worked at the store now, but Kendall, actually you haven't. Um,
3: i volunteered.
0: Yeah, but it's a little different.
3: Yeah. A lot more
0: fun. They <laughs> so used to hang out with me when we were at Pet Boys and we would watch Doctor Who on Netflix when there was no customers.
3: Oh, no, really? Yeah. Good memory. I was probably intoxicated
0: or something. Say, so, well, I know we were eating Chinese food.
1: <laughs> now I like Chinese food. Great.
0: Yeah, well, we used to be one we used to be next door to a Chinese food place. Mm-hmm. And Domino's when Domino started using real ingredients, remember when that was a thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, man nothing better but speaking of better brian what's one of your uh, <laughs> another one of your picks here because i know you said you had that big
1: list uh all right let's go for something that we probably won't talk about otherwise ah there's a good one uh ranger x is a really neat side-scrolling shooter platformer hybrid thing uh you're a giant you're a robot and you're destroying a lot of stuff kind of like in a, a contra style or something like that but uh it makes really interesting use of the six button controller because not only do you have a robot you have basically like a motorcycle equivalent for a robot uh and you can either transform into like morph in with this robot thing and change your weapons over and do all sorts of cool stuff with that or you can um separately control the the robot motorcycle and have it shoot in different directions and stuff too it's a really really like hard playthrough, uh but it's definitely enjoyable and a lot of fun
0: okay that's another one i see it's just i know because of the store but i don't really get a chance to check it out but that sounds like something up my alley sounds a little like guardian Legends for any us
1: Kind of. Well, like
0: Guardian Legend, you yeah. swarm but like then it changes, like gameplay style it goes from a shooter to like a
1: Zelda. Yeah. No, or no. no. Like, this, this this is this shooter. is strictly like side scrolling shooter. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Wes, what about you? I see a couple of gems gems behind you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Gunstar Heroes.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's Batman. So there's you got Moon- you got Moonwalker there. What's next yeah. to Moonwalker?
2: Uh what's next to Moonwalker? Oh, Garyus. Okay. A shooter. Um, I would probably have to say Shinobi, uh, Shadow Dancer.
0: Yeah, so I know you. You stream Shadow Dancer for the store for a little bit. Oh, like yeah, where you like got the little ball ago, and... yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that
2: which... was uh, yeah. It was because uh, I, I, the Shinobi series in general. I because yeah, playing the first one in the arcade and playing Shadow Dancer in the arcade, and then it came out on the Genesis, and I was super excited, and I like sat there until i beat it and you know then you got shinobi three when he rode the horse but i i think out of the the three uh shadow dancer is my favorite
0: Mm -hmm. okay shadow dancer was fun i remember we were playing it uh on stream years ago which is funny like i had revenge of shinobi on that six pack like i i barely played that i think i played
1: columns once it's a shame you barely played that because that would have blown your mind when you uh ran into spider-man yeah, it was it was really
0: it was really hard and wasn't like as immediately fun as like Sonic Streets of Rage and Cause like mm-hmm. I didn't really play Super Hang On and I I think we played Columns once and I was like, oh I'm not playing that again. Which that's because I was a little kid and it's a puzzle game, not because columns is inherently bad. I might like it now. I just haven't played it <laughs> since. Um, it was a good alternative to Tetris. Yeah, and like I liked Tetris as a kid, but it was like I didn't I'd play it until we lost and then I'd play something else. Like I wouldn't sit there and try to get good at it. But um now uh yeah Shadow Dancer is pretty cool. That's like one of the later Shinobi games, right? It's like the third or fourth yeah, one. The, the second one the second one. Was mm-hmm. it the second one? I think part of the mm-hmm. reason like people don't talk about it is, is like they all had such wildly different names from each other. It's not like Shinobi One, two, three, four. Like Shadow Dancer, what does that even mean? Like, I wouldn't even think that's a ninja game. Yeah. Right. You know, especially one where you have a dog sidekick and you're, you can send him to like hold enemies and like you can kill them then. It's neat. It's a neat game. It's a good pick. Um, well, we haven't talked about any sports titles. I know that was a big part of Sega's bread and butter, mm-hmm. But there's only one we need to talk about, and that's NBA Jam Tournament Edition.
1: Uh, you're wrong. It's NHL 94.
0: I totally disagree. <laughs> <NHL> games... <laughs> I, go
1: with, I go with Madden football. <laughs>
0: uh, you guys are all wrong, man. Nothing's Madden's better.
1: great on the Genesis.
0: Uh, nothing's better than the NBA Jam, man. It's the perfect arcadey sports game. Like so much that they even had to bring it back on the
1: PlayStation 3 and stuff. NBA Jam's good but it wasn't all that different between the Super Nintendo version. It's uh, if if you play the Super Nintendo version it's a fine NBA Jam. When you play a lot of the EA sports games on the Super Nintendo, they're terrible. Yeah, I'm talking specifically the Genesis yeah. one. That's probably the game I
0: put the most hours into if we count the individual games on the Genesis 6-pack as different games and not one cartridge. Uh, um but like, yeah, I, oh man, because again, it was a game my brother and I could play, and we could play not necessarily together all the time. Like, we could compete. We could play it on the. We could play on the same team. You could unlock the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and DJ Jazzy Jeff, and you could also be Bill Clinton. So we would do that because <laughs> it was hilarious. But you know, mostly we just had the Bulls because all you needed Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, and you were good to go. Like they were just unbeatable, like in real life and in that game. I don't even remember who other other players are in it. I think we played this in Charlotte Hornets a little bit because our mascot at Star elementary school was the Hornets. Um, But, you know, it was the 90s, so the Bulls were where it was at. But I just remember playing it so much. I love all of the different shout-outs and things. Once we figured out how you could control whether or not you got fire, like, that's all we wanted to do was to see how long we could keep each other from, like, having a fire win streak. Because that was the coolest thing in the world. All of a sudden, the ball's on fire and it burns the net. Like, oh, so neat. We try to do dunks from as far away as possible because you can do them from, like, beyond half court. It's just so over the top and fun. At, those are the kinds of sports games I really like. Mm-hmm. I really don't like the simulation games, which is why I don't like those other ones as much. I mean, but there is at, the Mutant yeah. League ones. The Mutant League games, I want to yeah. like more than I do. They're I think they're a little hard to figure out. Like, they're not as immediately easy to pick up and play. Do you know what I mean? Whereas but, NBA GM, but, uh, like, there's pass shooting, like, block. You also had super
2: high impact. I mean, that was like fighting football.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. There's so many. And there's so mm-hmm. many are just named after random players nobody even remembers anymore. Like, who remembers Bill Walsh? Oh, yeah, the college one.
1: Yeah, yeah the college
0: <laughs> one. I mean, the only one that jumped to my mind was um, Joe Montana. I know who that is. Like, I, I know there's a ton of them where it's just like, yeah, Tommy guess, Lasorda's
1: baseball was a launch. Yeah, title. Tommy
0: Lasorda. Yeah, like I guess they were inspired by like Mike Tyson's punch out, and they tried to get as many like personalities. But that's where Madden comes from. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh man, playing John Madden on the Genesis for the first time was like amazing. Especially yeah. when there was an injury, you had the little ambulance that rolled <laughs> on the field, <laughs> and then you had the little halftime highlights. It was, it, it was like, oh my god, I can't believe we're playing this. You know, coming from something like Tecmo Bowl. So oh to yeah, playing that—it was like it was mind blowing.
1: Yeah, I don't okay. know about you guys, but we still bring out an old Madden game every Super Bowl.
0: Doing what? We streamed some Super Bowl games the one year, right, Brian? What did we play? We played Mutant League Football, I remember.
1: Uh, we definitely played Madden '95.
0: Did we play Madden '95? I remember. I think we did a Techmo Bowl.
1: Probably Super <laughs> Techmo Bowl for the NES. I that. Guess.
0: I assume it was because it's got Bo Jackson.
1: Yeah. That's all you need in that game. Um,
0: But sometimes sports games are fun. Like, I usually like to play one a generation, like per sport. Like, it's usually like hockey or football, occasionally a baseball game is fun. But I like, like I said, I like the less simulation y ones. I like the more arcade y ones. Mm -hmm. So, when they remade NBA Jam or like rather made a new NBA Jam a couple years ago, I was all about that. I was so hyped. And that guy, you know, they brought back the original announcer and then. One of my favorite pinball games. We're just going to go off on tangents. Uh, there was which which year is that World Cup game, Brian? Ninety six. I think it's World Cup ninety six. If I'm not mistaken. But he's doing all the call outs and stuff in that. And it just feels like NBA Jam, the pinball game. But that one's a lot of fun to shoot if you get a chance to play. They have it at Starcade in the mall where we are. But if you get a chance to play that anywhere, uh, play it. It's it's a fun game. You just can't put your pinballs on fire, you know, on physical table. You have to save it for the digital versions on Pinball FX.
1: 94.
0: 94, okay. Someone with like a beagle or something. He looks like Augie Daddy. is like the mascot. Man, that I'd I'd be remiss if we didn't at least talk a little bit about some sports games. Mm -hmm. And I needed to specifically talk about NBA Jam. (laughs) Um, Because that was like cheat code central the game, like so many different things you could do in it and it was so much i don't know it just I have a lot of fond memories of it it was it, you know it shaped a lot of what i like about sports video games um but let's go back down back down the line here
2: you got to say you can't forget uh when sega introduced sports talk football yeah <laughs> like the, the first cartridge with uh with commentary with uh, joe montana oh my god
0: i assume that sounded probably pretty bad now
1: Dude, I remember oh, when they, yeah, yeah. I remember,
0: was it Sonic 3? There was like some sound clips where it says, like, come on or something as like you're about to fight a boss. And I remember not even really realizing that that was supposed to be, like, I guess Sonic talking. I think so. Like when I was a kid until like later, I'm like, oh, that's weird.
3: I just thought it was part of the music. Yeah, so did I. I was just like, <laughs> okay, that's the
0: part. Because they would do stuff like that in like Streets of Rage and things where it's like part of the song sounds a little bit like someone talking. Oh man, Kendall, what's one? What's another one of your uh, top Genesis games? <clears throat> so,
3: huh? I going back to what you were saying about columns. Uh, there was a Genesis puzzle game I thought was so incredibly lame. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> I was just like what is this? Uh in my old age uh in in the in the year uh I know it's 2021 now but in <laughs> 2020 I uh fell in love with the Puyo Puyo games cuz uh mm-hmm. they they put it on the Super Nintendo online and yeah now I I now I love those games as an older <laughs> person. So the exact situation you described as a theoretic possibility for columns happened to me with Dr. Robotnik's Mean beam Machine.
0: Yeah, I think, because I also didn't really like it as a kid either. I think in retrospect, I would I would prefer Puyo Puyo to Tetris, or maybe not Tetris, but like, I, I kind of really liked that as, as one of those like drop-down puzzle games. Um, Brian, I
1: know you're a big Puyo Puyo guy. I, I do like some Puyo Puyo. I like uh, it's Tetris Attack a little bit better, but Puyo Puyo is probably number two.
0: Yeah, Tetris Attack was the one on Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's the one that's Yoshi themed, right?
1: Yes, it's it's the slide puzzle-y one.
0: Yeah, but um, I'm not much of a puzzle game guy. I most I do mean I do like Tetris, like now as a a, a more grown up person, like I do like trying to get good at those games sometimes um man kendall you, you need to play Sonic mania then oh i think you already showed me that yeah the the, the oh, boston right. chemical plant zone is a mean bean game mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, i think there's like a side game in it you were you just play that so it just has mean bean machine in it that's cool yeah it's it's I thought that was the coolest thing in the world when that happened because it starts off like the normal boss fight and then you drop down and you're just in that machine so like Sonic's controlling your side and Robotnik's controlling his other <laughs> and you have to beat him to like beat the level. Although I got That's really ner- although I got really nervous at first I was like oh no I'm not gonna be able to get past this part because I'm really bad at those games. <laughs> But the, I'm sure they don't
3: make it too difficult.
0: They don't make it. They don't make it too difficult. They want, especially it's like, since
3: there's nowhere to practice.
0: Yeah, it's the second level too. So like, they <laughs> want you to get past it. Um. But yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I mean, is, does Sonic Spinball aged any better for any of you? I wanted to like it as a kid, but like, I couldn't. But now it's that fun. we're into now that we're into pinball, I know Harry. <laughs> <did it>. Um. <laughs> I just I don't know what it was. I never got past the first level. I think because I just didn't know what you're supposed to shoot for. Yeah, that was my problem with Sonic Spinball.
1: It's like level four is where it starts to get kind of really obtuse, but the first three aren't all that bad.
0: I just remember thinking the game looked really ugly. It is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I remember being like, because there's the part where the pop bumpers are like these little shark heads or something that come out of the, the wall. Yep. I remember just i'd always get stuck up in there and then sonic would just bounce back and forth i'm like man because the casino nights levels were like my least favorite in the regular games i'm like why am i playing a whole game of this ah uh, see i loved them in sonic 2
3: the casino zone uh-huh. i loved it but that love did not translate to sonic
0: <laughs> but yeah i'm wondering if i go back to it now uh how much i would like it maybe i'll hate it more i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's kind of cool that like they were able to like even then there was like a million Sonic spinoff games like we just mentioned two of them in the same breath. Granted, this- Mean Bean Machine wasn't originally designed as a Sonic one. Yeah,
3: well, g- kids, American kids can't understand <laughs> what a puyo puyo is, but they sure know what a mean bean is.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I get slapping a brand on it that they under that was more recognizable. If it was just called Puyo Puyo, I don't think anyone would care. But because it was tied to the Sonic franchise, it'd keep getting re-released with Sonic collections and stuff. Um, which is interesting that it used the like cartoon and not like anything from the games. Because it's got like, Scratch and Grounder. And it's got like that uh, weird, pointy-headed version of uh, Robotnik.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. Sega of America you know approves those cartoons and yeah yeah i don't
0: know man i loved that cartoon so much as a kid and watching it now i don't understand why (laughs) it is like so asinine and there's like no like logical logic anywhere in it and it's just like i don't why did i like this so much whereas nah, i didn't i logic? i was whereas like i didn't like the saturday morning one because like i had to watch every episode because it wasn't wasn't entirely episodic and like who was what's this weird french gerbil what is happening <laughs> i don't understand this so i just didn't care i mean it had, a, it had a sweet opening it sure did
1: yeah now i want to kill the dog
0: you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I kinda do too. Um, but I also just haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, I guess Mario has his mushrooms that he just needed to give Sonic something.
3: Uh, yes, I don't
1: know.
0: I mean, it's not like they're gonna give him like insects or stuff that actual hedgehogs eat.
1: No, nah, that'd be gross.
0: I mean, the 90s was all about that gross stuff. Like like there's commercials for Kirby where like someone eats so much they explode. And, like, just, just goo covering the game then. Like, things like that. <laughs> like, Boogerman was a thing. Yeah, that's it. That's why they yeah. came
2: out with Boogerman.
0: <laughs> you know? I have a game for Genesis called The Ooze, where it's basically, like, you play as the blob from the movie The Blob. Yeah. But like, there's so much stuff that's just, like, toxic waste, and just that's what it's about.
3: The 90s was all about toxic waste.
0: <laughs> How much do you think that's the Ninja Turtles' fault? I
3: think a lot of it is the Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah. So do I. Like... And like they not is there a good Kendall? You would be the best person to ask besides myself. What's there a good Ninja Turtles game for Genesis? Like I, like a like a really standout one. Like Hypersone Heist is fine. And then what was the other one? Tournament Fighters was yeah. Tournament yeah. Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Tournament yeah. Fighters was yes. lame no matter what it was system. Bad. Were on. Yeah. Like I don't think yeah. there was another one on there. I, I think, think it was just it? this. Year. Oh. Yeah. It's a. Uh...
3: Nintendo
0: won the, the Ninja Turtle. Uh. And Nintendo, all it had was Turtles in Time, because it also had Tournament Fighter, which sucked.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like they had the original.
0: Yeah, they had the original three games, three games yeah. Which, which were a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, like, in the wake of the Ninja Turtles, A, there was a lot of anthropomorphic, like, animals with attitude. Like, especially on the Genesis. Oh, my God, there are so many mascots. Um, but as also, I think Sonic's influence as well. Um, but, like, yeah, I just remember there being, like, a lot of, like, toxic waste and mutants being a thing. Like, stuff just being gross in general. Because a lot of Turtles toys were, like, you know, covered in sewer crap and, like... And then Nickelodeon started doing it. Yeah, with, like, Gak and Splat, like, logos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Man... Yeah. 90s was what a, weird. What a weird time. <laughs> um did anyone
3: play Comics Zone? Yes.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. It's a game I
3: always wanted to play and never have. What is it?
0: Is it cool? <laughs> I think it looks cooler than it is to play. Um I don't know if everyone agrees with me. It's neat that mm. it's you're on a comic book page and you have to go from panel to panel and like beat dudes up. But like it's very stiff. It's extremely difficult. Um, I don't know. I just never felt super compelled. Like I get, I play it until I die, and I'm like, I don't feel like getting better at this. The story's weird. Like it's cool that like the bad guys get like drawn in as you like, you know, like to spawn in. Mm-hmm. It's it's aesthetically really neat. It's worth playing at least once just to see it. Just to, mm-hmm. just to see it. Yeah,
2: because it was yeah. like, once you beat a level the character would grab the panel and swing to the next panel. Yeah, or like would, there yeah. would be a hole at the bottom panel, and he would jump in, and then the whole screen would like shift to a new panel. Like, like, like the to find some secrets, you would
0: rip the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's neat, it's just
1: I don't think the gameplay is very fun.
0: Sure. If, if that makes any sense. I don't want to speak for anyone else here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's way too hard for its own good, but it's a lot of it's a lot of really interesting ideas that had they not made it as difficult probably would have landed much better.
0: Yeah, like I'd love to kind of revisit that. I know they sort of did on an Xbox like like arcade game. Comic Jumper is what I think it was called where you played in different comics. Yeah, contexts. that's not very good. <laughs> the only cool thing about that is because you would dump the different styles of comic and there's a manga stage, but instead of going from left to right, you're going from right to left in it. Ah. And I thought that was kind of clever and neat. Like it's in black and white and stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's just not very fun like comic zone might be a little bit more fun like comic Zone's also more interesting just because it's got that 16-bit limitations so being able to like have something as impressive looking on its sega genesis is more interesting and more impressive because it's you know more difficult to do but uh i'm gonna take a let's take a quick commercial break uh, we'll be right back with some more and then we'll talk about maybe some more obscure games or games we didn't discover until we were more a little bit longer in the tooth here Created by husband and wife team Kendall and Kayla, Star Savior Bunny combines Sailor Moon esque superheroics with the challenges of early adulthood. Read for free at tapas.io and check out their Instagram at Star Bunny for new updates and projects. Thank you for listening to our podcast, but have you checked out our store yet? We sell all kinds of nerdy products from comics and graphic novels to retro video games, model kits, toys and statues, and more. Visit us at levelupentertainment.com and as a special exploratory promotion, the first 20 people to use the code FRIENDSCAST at checkout will receive 10% off their first purchase. If this is successful, we will do more podcast-exclusive promotions in the future. That's levelupentertainment.com and code FRIENDSCAST. F-R-I-E-N-D-S-C-A-S-T. Messages for Ileana and Miguel, hey,
2: this is uh, Gabriel Iglesias. It's Mark Hamill here. What's up, y'all? This is me, DMC to K-I-N-G. Martha Sedan, the Zombie King.
0: I'm Paul Felder, UFC
2: fighter. WWE superstar Sonya Deville.
0: What's up, guys? This is Harry Mack. Hi, uh, I'm Julia Leewald And I'm Eric Lewald. Hey, this is Matt Cardona
2: from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Yaka Warner here described mysteriously as an old man from Michigan. And you are watching Toy Quest 101, baby. And you're watching Toy one Quest, Quest 101. One one. One. You're watching Toy Quest 101 and you're watching toy quest 101
0: hey guys it's Eliana and mcgill here from toy quest 101
2: make sure to check us out for toy reviews actual unboxings and to see what celebrity guests might pop up to help us inspire kids with autism and special needs you
0: can find us on instagram twitter facebook and TikTok.
2: and make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel toy quest 101
3: well, and remember the force will be with you always bye now
0: Now, Brian, you played. You were big into the the add-ons and stuff. What are some like uh, Genesis, thirty-two uh, X, and Sega CD
1: games you were into? All right. Uh, well, I think before we get too deep into Sega CD, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't address the elephant in the room, which was the full motion video games. Yeah. Uh, which was a series <laughs> of games that they had made uh, because they figured out how to digitize video and put it on video, in video games in very low resolution. Uh, and it was, it was really, really mind-blowing at the time to see something like that. Uh, if you watch it today, uh, it's all really bad. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that not only did they take this brand new cutting edge technology and really push it to the limit, but also found the absolute worst actors that they could potentially have found <laughs> anywhere uh, I, I've seen college plays that are better acted than these, but I've it, seen high
0: school plays that
1: are better yeah, acted. But <laughs> it's it's that camp level that makes them so interesting. Um, one one of my favorites is uh, Double Switch, and it's a really interesting one. It's it's similar to Night Trap, uh, but it's basically burglars breaking into this weird like boarding house, and you go around and like watch everybody in it. Uh, in a similar vein of like a night trap, um, there's a uh, sewer shark, which oh, is yeah. it's it's bad. Just yeah. just just skip sewer shark. Uh, but what <laughs> uh, one of my my I think my favorite one though is uh, Road Avenger, where they they took the the low res FMV style and used it to their advantage, and now it's a hand drawn animated. Uh, basically mad max cartoon and you play it like you would an fmv game with very stiff controls and very predictable behavior similar to uh like dragon's lair okay but it's dragon's lair but you're driving a muscle car through Mm -hmm. like dystopian wasteland it's really neat
0: okay let's say because i was going to ask is are there any genuinely good fmv games Cause like, I know they have kind of like an ironic enjoyment factor. Mm-hmm. Like they're neat to see as like a historical artifact. If you didn't grow up with this stuff where it's like, but like, I, you know, who's going to play like the music factory games for real, you know, well, well, wow. <laughs> but, uh, oh,
1: now, but uh, Christopher no,
0: Christopher cross fan.
1: <laughs> no, but if you, if you're going to go back and look at the technology, it's, Road is probably the best one to actually go play and then for enjoyment's sake to go look at it and go ha this is dumb it's night trap and double switch.
0: I picked up Night Trap, they put it on Switch and I thought that was hilarious so I picked one up because mm-hmm. famously uh Howard Lincoln said in the the Supreme or not Supreme Court um it, like Congress like Night Trap will never be on a Nintendo console. I was like, "Well, it's on a Nintendo console now, and here it is on sale, so let me just pick it up." But I tried playing it for the first time. I'm like, "I hate everything about this. <laughs> I would so much rather just watch a YouTube video of the movie." Um, mm-hmm. But the, the the development of that game is kind of interesting. If you guys get a chance to like look in on it, um, I w- we won't go too deep on it because I'm not an expert at it. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be a very different game than what it was. Like, I didn't even realize those are supposed to be vampires. Or ninjas, like those are what they were supposed to be. They said there's weird weird shuffling dudes that just kind of like grab at you. It's it's so weird. It's such a weird game. It's so weird how much controversy it caused. It caused just as much controversy as Mortal Kombat, which, like, I understand that
1: one. Yeah.
0: You know, people
1: saw that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mortal Kombat blew my mind too at the time. Like, with the digitized actors and that. I was like how are we it's like playing for real and now looking at it now it's like so bad looking
2: <laughs> uh yeah those uh those full motion video games like Brian mentioned those that was the reason I bought a Sega CD just just for those like those those cartoony type games like Road Avenger
3: mm-hmm.
2: um or like, time, yeah, like Gal. time Gal. Yeah, yeah. you had, you had um Cobra Command which were you kind of it was just like Road Avenger but you piloted a helicopter mm-hmm. and it was you know you very similar to dragon's lair you know lit up left right you know hit the button to fire your missiles and stuff but it was all animated um and i was like oh my goodness cartoons on i'm playing cartoons in a game i was so excited i was like i I have to buy this thing
0: yeah i think there's so much there was so much garbage in fme games like i remember there's like power ranger ones which just plays like a crappy like zero resolution power rangers episode like you have to push buttons and Certain directions that like don't correspond with the actions on screen, and if you don't do it, you just fail. I'm like, I could just get a VHS tape of this. Yeah, and watch
2: it, it was it was, dra- it was Dragon's Lair. There was yeah. a lot of Dragon's Lair type games on the Sega CD.
0: Yeah, including Dragon's. I was gonna say, I'm pretty you pretty sure Dragon's they put Dragon Lair. Lair on there. They put Space Ace on there too. Yep. Yeah, I know there's a Space Ace Super Nintendo port, which
2: is bad. I know, but, but there was also a Star Wars game for Sega CD, which was actually
1: pretty decent. And it was a full uh,
0: motion video game. I was I thought it was a 32x it, game?
1: It's half full motion video, half not. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Star Wars Rebel Assault. Rebel Assault. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's part of it. It's got a lot of full motion like features and cutscenes and stuff like that, and it's really interesting. A lot of the gameplay isn't FMV. Uh, some of the gallery stages are kind of, mm-hmm. uh, like, like Area 51 or Revolution X, where they've they've spliced people in like in the full motion video in like shooting gallery type of stuff, but a lot of it's gameplay gameplay. Okay. That one's definitely worth like if if you like Star Wars, go play Rebel Assault. It might be the best early Star Wars game.
0: Well I know there's a 32X game too, isn't there? I That's just I think that, that one's Wars, Wars the arcade. yeah.
1: yeah. That's that the arcade more the, the vector graphics yeah. one.
0: But it's not vector graphics, right? they actually added they shaded it.
1: Po- they added polygons, and it's oh, all shaded. Yeah. But yeah. it's based on the old Star Wars vector games.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, what other Sega CD games are there, by FMV games. I can't think of many. Oh, we also had um, yeah. Snatcher. C D. Yep. Uh, but nobody played Snatcher. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and they're missing out. That was probably one of the best games that no one's heard of. Well that's that, the that hit, came out. That's the mm-hmm.
0: Hideo Kojima job. Yep. Yes. Yeah.
2: I, I'm upset. I sold, I sold yeah. mine to the store. Oh, so I'm like, they? you know what? I'm never gonna play Snatcher again. Hey, let me let me sell it to the store. Yeah, I think we sold that.
0: <laughs> and it was like super expensive. Yeah, so we yeah. haven't seen one since we had that one, and I think.
1: Yeah, now there' there's a lot of good Sega CD stuff. There's uh the Lunar Series, there's a lot of working design stuff. Mm-hmm. Um see there's... Lunar I
0: think PlayStation.
1: Yeah, it, it originally is Sega CD. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what other really good ones. Uh, a lot of, like we were talking about earlier, the ports of everything. So like the Mickey Mania port, going back to the Disney stuff. Yeah. It sounds incredible and it plays great. Um, there's really no other way to play that game. Okay. feeds uh, pretty great on there as well. Now I've got to like look up That more. came package deal with my Sega CD.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What what game what kind of game is that? It was a side-scrolling shooter. Okay, a lot of that stuff at that time. I think that's a little remember that in the 80s. The 80s was like the space age for games because you didn't have to program like black for space. So like there was just a lot of space shooters. Mm-hmm. Um not complaining, I love Galaga and things like that, but
1: uh there's a Lords of Thunder port for Sega CD that's great going back to the shooters.
0: Yeah, that's a, a helicopter shooter, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Or, or it's the or it's a side scrolly um kind of like a medieval fantasy one. It was also on the turbo C D. Okay. Um uh, we've also got what else is there? There's um big ones, got
2: Batman, the, Batman Returns, which yeah. was a
1: port of the which was a port of
2: the cartridge, but they added in driving scenes. Which, which are crazy was, cool.
0: Did they, make that game, did, did they make that game fun to play? Yeah.
1: The driving scenes are fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, wait, wait. wait, Which Batman game is the one where you played like Mortal Kombat?
1: Was that? That's, ba- uh,
0: was that Batman forever? forever? Forever. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Where it was like, bad. yeah, that's the bad one.
2: Yeah, with the digitized characters.
0: But yeah. like, you had like the Mortal Kombat uppercuts. But like, it's a side-scrolling game. It's like mm-hmm. all the controls don't really make sense to like navigate around. Mm-hmm. It should have just been a fighting game if that's what they wanted to do. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's also the Lethal Enforcer series, so oh, you would yeah. like, yeah, you would like gun games for at home.
0: Was there any like gun games on the
1: regular vanilla Genesis? Uh, lethal Enforcers, yeah, There's yeah, a cart important. version. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought there was a cart
0: version. I mean, I don't know. So yeah, you so you guys had the hardware add-ons back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kendall, do you know anyone that had those? I knew a kid who had a.
3: Sega CD, but I never got to play it. But he would always like brag to me that he like played Sonic CD. I was like, oh god, I gotta play Sonic CD. I
0: know. Mean, I, no. I assume you've played Sonic CD since it was new. Yeah. What do you think about it?
3: I think it's cool. It's definitely not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. But I also haven't given it. I probably haven't given it a fair shot, honestly
0: okay that's that's fair to say then i guess yeah because
3: it got ported to like pc and i like mm-hmm. played it on there but i also like i hated that
0: because uh, i didn't control have a PC scheme controller yeah i don't know what it's like with a keyboard not fun yeah but okay. i it's all like when, you, were, when
2: you said we were gonna do uh the genesis uh, podcast you know immediately i thought of the sega cd um and I think we were talking about it in the in the store. Mm-hmm. I called out of work because I knew it was coming out like launch day <laughs> to get it. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> like I called I called out of work. The
0: uh, where were you working the, at the time?
2: I was selling cars. Okay, I was, is, I was selling cars. This like I'm sick. Was this I like 1994 or something? Something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I ran to the mall um, to Electronics Boutique. And uh, I was friends with everybody in the store, and they were like, hey, it's coming out. I was like, okay, I I got it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. We got there before opening, and there were people lined up. I was like number three in line. Needless to say, (sighs) they didn't show up. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, shipment's late. It'll be here by one. Okay. We just hang around. One o'clock came. Never showed up. Okay, well, we just got word it'll, it'll be here by 5. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So we just kind of hung around. Like, okay, <laughs> 5 o'clock came. No shit. Oh, well, we're told we have to go pick them up from another store. And this is, at, at this point, it's like 6 o'clock. Jeez. Needless to say, the district manager didn't get back to the store until 11 o'clock that night. <laughs> so we just basically stood in line all day <laughs> to get this thing. Um, but it was like the best time. I was like, I was just super, super excited to get it. I was like, oh my god, it's, I can't believe I'm playing CD games and animated games and it was it was
0: great. What'd you <laughs> get with it?
2: Uh, Soul, Soul Feast, which is a side-scrolling shooter that came packaged in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Star Wars Rebel Assault and Heavy Nova, which was a, a 2D
0: robot fighting game that didn't control well
1: it sucks (laughs) i'm sure it was really cool at the time we're being super generous it sucked then
2: at the time because it had an animated intro and that i was all about it that's Mm. that
0: sold me right there all right i mean i guess the the marketing gimmicks were working where it's like oh videos you can play i mean as a kid i thought that was cool but like i knew better than to ask for one i wasn't gonna get it um cuz i think it was like another 100 bucks or something i forget how much it was it was two i want to say it was like two 300 yeah it was pretty
2: expensive pretty a gen it's 1 that clipped on the side yeah it was yeah. like i want to <laughs> say it was like two hundred two fifty. 250
0: yeah and i just wanted to play sonic which i could so <laughs> i mean you know obviously i had other games you know this is going to sound really lame but one of my favorite games for it was the magic school bus i had that as a kid I remember that being one of the first ones I did. It's the one where they go they go through the whole solar system. It's like each planet has like different stages. Like there's one where you're like flying to it, and you have to like avoid like space debris and stuff. You have to land, like go through like a, a like a momentum based like landing sequence. Like you have to go through like different caverns and things. And then there's a side scrolling like exploration part. Like I thought it was really cool, and it was one of the first games I beat like completely. Um, I remember just. I said I'm sure nobody cares about that game but me but I, I liked it as a kid.
1: As I love the and no, no. stuff so. Magic School Bus is good. I prefer Blaster Master. I loved Blaster <laughs> Master too but um I also loved uh, Math Blaster if we're you know, or Math Blaster that's a, Ma- yeah Math sorry. Blaster
0: we're talking educational games. But like it was cool cuz you like you get like s- fact sheets and stuff about planets and space and stuff. And you know that was still when space was cool. Now it's like, oh, you know, we don't even go there anymore. Who cares? We're just gonna have our garbage raining down on us for years now.
2: <laughs> uh, going back to Genesis cartridges. Does anybody remember Castlevania bloodlines? Yes. I do.
1: She got that mine. <laughs> it is super, super hard. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't very difficult. A lot of the Gen- Konami ports for Genesis were way harder than anything yeah. that they put out on Nintendo.
2: Yeah, because you had Castlevania, and then they released uh, Contra. Contra Hardcore,
1: yeah, crazy hard too. Mm-hmm. are <laughs> hardcore... both some of the yeah. So you, Sorry, like hard... ahead, you like hardcore, right? Oh, it's easily my favorite Contra game. Yeah, so it's it. far and away. But no, it's both of those. The Contra Hardcore and Castlevania Bloodlines are really standout entries in their in their series. I mean, Bloodlines is probably one of the best Castlevanias, and then I really like hardcore. I know a lot of people don't because they think it's too weird and too hard. But
0: Yeah, I, I know at the very least it's controversial. Mm-hmm. And like in a world where like there's a lot of bad Contra games and like they're still releasing bad Contra games. <laughs> like I think hardcore is kind of neat. I like how weird it is. Like I like that you're just like one of the playable characters is like a cybernetic werewolf and one is like a tiny little mm-hmm. robot who's broken because he's so much harder to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's neat. I love the crazy giant bosses and stuff you have. It's not mode seven that Genesis has, but it has like those cool like 3D-ish kind of models and stuff. Like there's that one where like you're running towards the screen and like the thing has like giant arms, that kind of like punches at you.
1: Yeah, and that's only level two.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, the game, that game's out of control. Um which is crazy because like the first contra game's also kind of ridiculous and weird that people like somehow some reason draw the line on that one
2: you know for for you know a lot of people said the genesis was underpowered compared to the super nintendo i thought sega pushed it to the limits and and mm-hmm. cranked out some really impressive games with like really cool effects with the technology that they had at the time
0: yeah the i never i mean i'm i'm not a specs guy so i don't know how they actually stack up to each other like it's also like i mean genesis got to the market a year earlier which is a big part of its success as well uh, a year earlier than super nintendo i should say um but like it didn't have technically it didn't have mode 7 but like it kind of didn't matter like mode 7's neat um like there's some great super nintendo games that use it but like the games fundamentally look similar enough mm-hmm. like i'm trying to think of, like i think aladdin looks better on genesis compared to its Super Nintendo Counterpart. I know they have two different developers, but like, you know, it's still the same characters and stuff. So you can you, know, you can still compare them. Um I mean I think Turtles and Time looks better than Hyperstone Heist. But like I said, Hyperstone Heist is a much smaller game. Like I don't know what kind of development it had.
3: Yeah that one it just really felt like here's some leftover code.
0: Yeah, it really feels like some scraps <laughs> elements of, of Turtles in Time. Yeah, because like
3: there are levels in that game that don't match like the characters even.
0: Yeah, like it, it feels, like, like, it
3: feels like, like it's from a different game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that one game is kind of weird. Like I said, it's not bad. It's just not as good. Yeah, exactly. Like I said like there's multiple levels and they reuse the same bosses. Like you fight Rocksteady and Tatsu a couple of times, and like isn't there like a third boss or is it just Shredder? I'm, I can't remember anyone but them.
3: I can't remember either. I can look it up real quick.
0: Yeah. So while you're doing that, um, what other what other games that are a comparison? Like the Mortal Kombat games, I think look just as good on genesis as they do super Nintendo maybe better
2: they played better um because the color palette on the genesis was was limited um Mm. it they didn't look as nice The, the colors weren't as bright but you got blood um and i thought they played well
0: yeah i also like the six button layout a lot more than um the the super nintendo's layout for for games like that mm-hmm. um they had the same number of buttons with the shoulder buttons and stuff but like for street fighter i made it weird because you know normally you have your your punches and your kicks in a row and then it goes you know like strong medium and fierce and you know whatever the street fighter terminology for it is i'm not that big a street fighter guy i mostly just <laughs> smash my controller until something happens um um but yeah, like oh man, there was a lot of great fight. That was like a fighting game's the fighting genres heyday, too. Uh, like I think they only released Street Fighter on Genesis twice, right? Yes. yes. Edition yeah. and then cha- like the Championship Super. Edition,
2: and then you had Super Street Fighter, yes, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I thought. Yeah, yeah, so you got the best two entries, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then there was like 40 different versions on Super Nintendo, which was annoying, I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Most of my friends like just had vanilla street fighter 2 for super nintendo that's mostly what i played um but like we mentioned eternal champions there were so many like there was the ninja turtles one fighter there's the there power
2: justice league one
0: there's a justice league one there's a power rangers yeah. one which we're is coming. very good <laughs> yeah the power rangers one's rad what's rad about it is it's also got megazord and power ranger fights and the monster characters you can play in both because they scale to the different sizes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the VR Trooper one's bad, though.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know there was a VR Trooper oh, one. I
3: never played yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, don't.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. Yeah.
3: There's a, uh, speaking of that genre of television show, there's, for Sega CD, there's apparently a very bad Common Rider game.
1: Yeah. It's bad. Yes. I,
0: I really yeah. want to
3: find it. Just to
0: have yeah. it but... Did it come out here? Yeah, it came out here. Oh, that's surprising.
3: Yeah, apparently it's garbage.
0: Yeah, Um, totally. It's funny that it's funny that they released that, and then not like the Godzilla tournament fighter. Who knows? Which was (laughs) decent, but like people know what Godzilla is here, or like Super Back to the Future Two on Super Famicom. Why didn't you that?
3: That is weird.
0: Yeah, like oh, finally a good Back to the Future game. Oh. Just not gonna put it in the country where it comes from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, nope. Granted, that one specifically is like very chibi and Japanesey, but like, I think that wouldn't have bothered people because the gameplay is fun, and you get to ride around on a hoverboard, and that's always awesome. Uh, but we'll save that for the Super Famicom discussion. <laughs> um, oh, we're talking
2: about fighting games. We also had Primal.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, Yeah, Primal
1: Rage.
0: Primal
2: Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Primal Rage. Yeah. And then we had what was that game? Oh, Balls.
1: <laughs> oh oh yes well everybody had that but Genesis certainly <laughs> had some balls
0: you know? I know Primal Rage on like Sega CD like would not load the characters if it wasn't hooked up right like there'd be a lot of really bad glitches and stuff in that
1: mm-hmm. oh,
0: man. oh man so many so many
2: fighting games so many fighting games and we had Clay Fighter which was they, a claymation type and, how, many,
0: uh, how many of these games were grid though there's, like, Street Fighter, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Like, we mentioned yeah, no a, couple, a couple that are all right, but, like, like, that Justice League game's nothing special. It was bad. Turtles, yes, Torment yes. Fighters isn't anything special.
1: It's awful everywhere.
0: Yeah. It's also, that game has a weird character selection, and it's different on every console, including, they released it on NES as well.
1: Yep, and it's bad there, too.
0: Yeah, and it's...
1: It's bad but, everywhere.
0: So, but those games, you there's, what, the Four Turtles...
1: Karai? And, then, and then, no, it's everybody. not. It's
0: technically not Karai. I think it's a new character, oh. but it's very. It's basically just Karai, but then they had like Wingnut in one and armageddon in one, and like, oh, who's that dragon guy they used in the, the the Nickelodeon show? He was he's from the fighting game.
3: Oh yeah yeah yeah! I forget his name.
0: But there's a dragon guy that they finally. Dragon used in guy, their... <laughs> good old dragon guy. April is a fighter <laughs> in one. Oh, isn't his name like um hot spot or something
3: i can't remember
0: (laughs) oh man that's gonna bother me because we were because we were hanging out and watching it like oh that's the guy from the fighting game that's kind of cool yeah hothead yeah i don't know hothead i think is his name (laughs) it's something like that because he because you know he breathes fire because he's a dragon man which man in the logic of that show like someone touched a dragon Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that till just now. <laughs> I also looked up
3: uh, I found an angelfire.com page with the uh, <laughs>
0: with the hyperstone Heist boss list. list. <laughs> Who's the hyperstone Heist boss list. There's more than we remembered. I only remember those two. His oh. name is Hothead by the way. I looked him up. Nice. Oh. There's
3: Leatherhead is level 1. Okay. Rocksteady. And then in uh, parentheses, no bebop question mark is level two. (laughs) Yep. Then it's Tatsu. Um, Then you fight those three again, and then Baxter Stockman.
0: Is he like? I assume he's in fly form because I don't think he was. I think he was in his uh, little like pod thing.
3: Yeah, his little robotnik thing. Yeah. But yeah. And then Krang and then Super Shredder. Okay. Still very weird eclectic mix of
0: bosses. Maybe I, my brain was just on three because there's three you fight twice for no reason. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's um, cool That's
0: like the only time they use Tatsu outside of the live action movies.
3: Yeah, that is so r- very random. Yeah. That's kind of why it just feels like leftover sh- stuff.
0: Excuse
3: me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: You guys and your turtles. Oh, man. You
0: do love them. We can talk about them for a great length. Yeah. Um, and we have. Yeah, we've him. already done Ninja Turtles podcast episodes. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan, do you remember a fighting game called Brutal?
1: Oh, it's. it's hold on.
2: It, it I know what you're talking cartridge. about. It came out on cartridge.
1: and then of they, Fury,
2: yes. Then they redid it on Sega CD. It was like yep. all of the fighters were. Animals, yep. like different animals, um, and it animated better on the Sega CD because it had better, better sound, better animation, uh, more color. But it yep. was, it wasn't bad. It play, it played better than the Eternal Champions, that's for sure.
1: Oh, that's not a high. Yeah, everything button. did, <laughs> <laughs> but well, no. It was somebody taking that mid-step between like, here's a fighting game and here's Primal Rage. It's like, well, let's not go to dinosaurs. Let's just go to animals. Here, let's just have a rabbit punch you. Sure. <laughs> Giant what, rabbit.
0: What was the Mortal Kombat ripoff fighting game? Because I know it was like super violent. Where it was like different, every person was like a different person from time. And like you had a couple like post-apocalyptic like cyberpunky type characters. Time killers. Killer instinct? Time killers, yes. Time killers. I and wish I, that game was good because that's such an awesome idea. It's like all the worst, like most violent people from like every time period. Yep, like are like sucked together. Because <laughs> so I think there's like a Viking or something. I just remember it's, like there's this punk rock guy from the future.
1: It's it's just bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's such a it's cool bad. concept. I wish they would go back to that. Man. What other Genesis games? We didn't even talk about like what's some like of the more obscure ones like you guys we like? missed a like,
1: lot of like important ones. Oh
0: yeah, I'm sure. Like what 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 do we miss that's so important? We talked uh, we
1: haven't yeah. talked about Toe Jam and Earl. We haven't
2: talked
1: about Bubsy. Oh, Bubsy. God. <laughs> here, Bubsy. I feel I like to-
3: Vector Man was cool.
1: Yeah. Vector Man was too little too late. You he he's so? a he's a later release. He's really cool, but by that time everybody had kind of it, Sega had kind of moved on. They, they oh, were they were already looking Dreamcast bound.
0: All right, Wes, we need to have an intervention with you and your Bubsy.
1: <laughs> uh, no, we don't. Bubsy's fine. Oh God! Only
0: the
2: first one, only the first one. After that, they, they oh yeah they no. Uh,
0: I know you're always trying to put Bubsy on the screen. at It. Uh, <laughs> <night>, <laughs> Um, you know what all right so this was the heyday of mascot platformers um Genesis actually, uh, there's a lot of garbage there's a lot of bad ones but there's actually a couple there's a couple of good ones on Genesis uh, specifically a fristar is awesome and yep. um, Rocket Knight adventures is also awesome mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Rocket Knight has a little bit of a learning curve you need to kind of get like your rocket pack figured out once you do that's a really great game that I think is. I guess maybe it's not underrated anymore. It's kind of it's cult got its cult following. But uh, Ristar is really good. Like that's a game I wish I had as or knew about as a kid. I would have really enjoyed it then. Like I
1: enjoy it now. Yeah, you're you're missing Dynamite, Heady, and Cool Spot. I mean, I love Cool Spot. Like I used to play it at the Cool Spot. Yeah, Cool Cool Spot might be the best mascot platformer on that game, other than the Sonics.
0: Uh, That's I wouldn't plant my Cool Spot's
1: great. cool spots fun
0: um i like Ristar more or Ristar. star i don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it but that's that's like a second's got so much cool forgotten stuff they don't use like mm-hmm. when was the last time we got golden axe like it was beast rider on stop uh, on 360 we finally just got a new streets of rage after like yeah. almost 30 years um mm-hmm like, you know, we, they never give Ristar another shot. Like, there's what, like three Knights games ever? Mm-hmm. Um, we get like five million Sonic games that are almost universally terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and like the ones that are like decent have like a million caveats on like why they're okay. I I don't know. I would be cool with them cooling down on Sonic specifically and maybe trying to give some of their other franchises like Echo the Dolphin might be neat now. That's such a weird series to begin with, but like, I don't it's know. It's cool. I, I do know like Echo. It, I don't know how <laughs> Echo works now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how it works now either, but I'm just trying to think of like you know, the Sega properties from that era. Like, because there was, you know, there's only like four main Sonic games. I mean, from a certain perspective, three, at least not hmm. counting Son- Sonic CD. But like you know, like on Sega Saturn, you know, to spoil a little bit, like didn't even get a Sonic game. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> what would they get on Saturn? They're not counting a collection of games, they didn't uh, get. Didn't they? Didn't they get Sonic? Uh, they got Sonic Jam. Which got, is, uh, and like Sonic, Sonic 3D man.
3: Blast was like on every. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, Sonic 3D man. Blast was on was on everything. Yeah, I think uh, they also got Sonic Fighters too. Sonic Fighters and Sonic R.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's right. I, but those aren't like Sonic Four, is my point. Ah, uh, I see. No, I, no, fair. You know what? Yeah, I mean? there's no Sonic platformer. There's no proper Sonic game. It's all
2: spin. The 3D Blast, I guess, was the closest we got to Sonic 4. And I'm
0: not counting that mm-hmm. A as a Saturn game specifically because it also came out on Genesis and Sega CD and 32X. I think it came out on all those things. Now that I think about it. Well, speak. I don't know. I I just think they they. I think there's more stuff to be had. Like a modern Golden Axe game would be a lot of fun. Um it doesn't even have to be a, a, a beat-em-up, like it, like they can make that like like an adve- action adventure game, like a breath of the wild kind of game. Maybe not that because I'd want more combat in it, but like I don't know. There's there's so many cool things that they just left like in the past. And like now that they just exclusively make software, like I think they should try to be more. Risk, risk taking, and like mm. experimental, do more mid-budget, kind of fun games. Like hey, nobody's are... touched
1: Shining Force in years.
0: Yeah, like or like yeah. um, you know, Burning Rangers or there's there's so much cool stuff. The the Forever Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not everything's golden. <laughs> um, wow, but uh, hurtful. But you know what I mean. Like there, I, I think some of this stuff could be due for a revival without just being yet another sega genesis port collection which we get like one every four months on every platform which is nice that this stuff keeps being available but like i don't know there's so much good stuff out there like that they don't even have the rights to that they they there's like those games those things like for example don't get like gunstar heroes because sega didn't make them you know they also don't even get sonic 3 and knuckles They almost never do because of like music issue because of Michael Jackson.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: like it's just something like you always kind of notice them. You always get Sonic One and Two. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Hmm. but like even Bonsai Brothers is fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. There's, I I would kind of like to see Sega revisit some stuff from this era. I think that would be fun. Yeah, for sure. And like yeah, because if you make like smaller, like how Streets of Rage Four is just. I think it's just download only. I don't think they ever released a physical edition. I'm sure limited run did one and someone will post it in the comments and prove me wrong. (laughs) But like, you know, but you know what I mean? Like no big wide release physical edition. Like I think a lot of this stuff could be fun as like smaller downloadable games. Um, And then see that there's market for them. Cause like, you know, when they did the Kickstarter for Shenmue 3, everyone like lost their mind. And then I heard that game wasn't even that good but you know i don't play those games so west you could probably speak to that one specifically better than me but i because i don't, i didn't have a Dreamcast or anything this was the only this was the only sega console i owned so it's your fault yeah i mm-hmm. guess <laughs> as, as most things in life are um, <laughs> i'd
1: like to blame I think, scott i think it's time for a new earthworm jim i'd be all about that that's coming
0: yeah, they've been talking about that for a while. We got a that, new
1: Toe Jam and Earl not too long uh, ago. No, no new Earthworm Jim's absolutely coming. Announced it's uh, a launch title for the Amico, I think it is. Oh, I think I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's the Commodore Amico.
0: Commodore still in the game?
1: Oh my god! I, th- I forget. Hold on. Give me a sec.
0: But yeah, I don't know. It, it would be cool. I th- I think there's more to be mined from this era. This
1: was an interesting time for games in general. The Intellivision, Amico. Okay. It's uh It's what's his face? The guy who made Earthworm Jim's, working with uh Intellivision. I forget his name. He was on uh, Chris's podcast. Ted Maple, that guy. No, hold
0: on. Well, while we're all uh, having this great audio of us searching for things on the internet, (laughs) Uh, Uh,
3: there's one uh, Dreamcat, or there's not Dreamcat, Genesis game I want to talk about.
0: All right, what? Lay lay it on us.
3: Y'all ever played uh, Pac Man 2 The New Adventures?
0: Yeah, I played that. (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, I just yeah. thought it was going to be Pac-Man. I think oh, that's down. why my mom bought it because my mom loves Pac-Man. Did did any did anyone have it when they were young?
0: No. Yes. I, I, I knew about what it was when I went into it for the first time as an adult. I wish did I you did. know
3: what to do? <laughs> no, not at all. You just <laughs> shoot him with a slingshot.
1: That's all you did. You shot him until he got mad and then he fell over.
3: <laughs> I would just... I put like some time into that game
0: and got nowhere. Because you have to sort of, sort of coerce him into doing things. But like, there's no real—you don't, you can't directly control Pac-Man. It's such a weird idea for a game. Yeah, like, like it's look so at so strange. Like look at Pac-Man, the arcade game. Like, all right, I'm gonna make a sequel to that, <laughs> and then it's just like Pac-Man walking around his like life, and you just annoy yeah. him into trying to do things. And just like, oh no, there's ghosts in the trash can. And maybe one thing was just called like <laughs> Pac Man The New Adventures, but it's called Pac Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. I think my mom was real bummed
3: out. <laughs> I was kind of too.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of bummed out about it as well. We didn't get a real sequel to Pac Man until Championship Edition on the Xbox 360.
3: I'd argue Miss Pac Man is a sequel.
0: Yeah, but like it doesn't really iterate on like Pac Man. It's just essentially more levels. I know yeah. Miss Pac Man's more than that. I know it plays faster and all these other things. Mm-hmm. But Miss Pac Man also wasn't developed by Namco. It was like oh. a, it was essentially like a ROM hack some people made that Namco just bought and then put a bow on him.
3: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And they changed Clyde to Sue because women.
2: We we touched on it earlier um, when we were talking about Sonic Spinball. But does everybody remember the the pinball games that the Genesis had? You had Crewball, which yeah, was crew the Mountain <clears> crew. crew. You ball. had uh, Devil Devil's Crush,
1: and it's uh it's Dragon something because Devil's Crush is is there a Genesis Devil's Crush? I don't know. I just I just know Crewball because ball. it's fun. Isn't there a Kiss pinball on
0: there too? I, I know there's one on PlayStation. That's probably one. That's PlayStation. Yeah, that was PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, one like, though. Yeah. I mean, I also like Molly Crew. So, <laughs> speaking of, I think Genesis has the superior version of Rock and Roll Racing because it also because it has an extra song on it because it has um, Radar Love, which is like one of the better driving songs. Super Nintendo doesn't have that. Doing what Nintendo can't. That's right. Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> yeah, and they're like weird to the next level marketing, where it's all like one block of text spaced out, like to the same, fill the same dimensions. Which yeah, is that was their weird. Sega
2: CD uh, logo, their Sega CD slogan. Yeah, welcome to the next level.
0: So remember, they they kind of brought back some of the weird Sonic stuff when the Sonic Mania came out, like the one where like you can use it as like different kinds of like household product. They remade that with, uh, with the with Sonic uh, Mania instead of Sonic Two, I think it was. Man, remember the hype for like Sonic Two and Three? Remember because it's like Sonic Tuesday. They, I think that's why games start coming out on Tuesday here. Then it was like Sonic Tuesday.
3: Whoa!
0: I think that standardized like games <laughs> coming out on Tuesday.
3: That's ridiculous.
0: Because before stuff just came out whenever it was released. Whenever. <laughs> <Thanks>, Sonic. <laughs> yeah.
3: Sonic. I remember Sonic 3 playing it in Toys R Us when it first came out mm-hmm. and like seeing Knuckles for the first time. It's like, oh shoot, I, I almost keep cursing. I'm sorry. Fine, you,
0: but you haven't, so it's all good. Um,
3: I just remember being like, whoa, who's this bad guy? Like a new bad guy? I, I thought it was.
0: Oh, I thought Knuckles was the coolest guy.
3: Yeah, I was just
0: like, "What is this?" There's a lot of almost made me go to an encyclopedia. And look like what's well, an echidna? <laughs> I never heard of that before him. I at least heard of hedgehogs. Um, yeah, and
3: and I've heard of uh, foxes with two tails. You
0: know? Yeah, exactly. You know, it helicopters. You know, it is that was mom was a helicopter and his dad was a regular fox. I think that I think the science checks out on that, right? Yeah, yeah. You can Tang- go see those at the zoo. Tangentially related. Did you guys watch the Sonic movie? Yeah. I have not. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I haven't yet either. It, I actually enjoyed
1: it. It's great.
0: Know, it, is, it is actually pretty good. I know Sonic farts in it, so I was like, oh, never mind. I hate Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, was Kendall I kind of know hates Jim Carrey, so.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a Jim Carrey role. It is. Yeah. It is, uh, they they That's let him go wild.
0: It. Yeah. Well, did you guys watch this the Sonic OVA? Because yeah. kind of I have seen that. Yeah. I love that.
1: <laughs> no, we only have... watched good Sonic things.
0: So you had that on VHS, right? Yeah. Heck yeah. I remember you bringing it to my house in high school and we were watching it <laughs> with knuckles in his hat.
3: Knuckles got a hat. Sonic gave the finger. Yeah. That's my kind
0: of Sonic. They killed Metal. Killed Metal? Because he was trying to replace regular Sonic and then he tried to save him. And he's like, no, there can only be one Sonic and then he sacrifices yeah. himself. I remember being really confused. I was like, oh, that's weird. But it has the president and his daughter. President and his daughter who everyone's uh, inappropriately like lusting hitting on, after. Because she's like seven and like Eggman's trying to marry her. Yeah. That's my Sonic. Yeah. None of this
3: werewolf stuff.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think about them using classic Sonic as, like, in like all of the modern Sonic games now?
3: Yeah, that's so weird. Just turn it back if that's what you want to do.
0: It was neat for generations because that was more celebratory of the the series as a whole. Yeah, that yeah. made sense. Um, but then they kept bringing them back in like Forces and stuff. Like, why? Just make a good sonic game if that's what you want like well it's just so
3: weird because i feel like (laughs) that's them acknowledging that like everybody just wants a classic style sonic game but not letting go of this weird like on rails stuff that's been around since
0: like yeah the formula
3: adventure
0: yeah i don't know i i what did you guys play sonic 4 Back when that no. was, yes, I remember being so hyped for that because that was you know the same time they like made the new Mega Man. Was it Mega Man Nine? Was the first one that they had made? Yeah, since yes. forever. And then like I don't know, it just was bad <laughs> and like not good. And then Did like they just give up on it. Yeah, they gave up on it because they're releasing it episodically and then they just stopped. Yeah. And then they let some fans uh, take the reins and Sonic Mania is basically Sonic Four. And it's mm-hmm. awesome, and I'm glad that it exists. And I kind of hope we get a Mania 2 or whatever they want to call it, because um, I'd be too, totally down for more. I love that the expansion to it—they brought in uh, Mighty and Ray. Um, yeah. and I love that they have different gameplay styles from all the other playable characters. Um, what's cool about that is when you play, you know, with Sonic Mania Plus, instead of just getting extra lives, you unlock like you get like characters. So like as you die, like a Sonic, like you'll just roll into like Knuckles next and stuff like that. So you'll have to cycle through all of your like, playable characters.
3: That's cool.
0: Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of fun stuff in that. Um, there's so much references to all the old other Sonic games. There's like uh Bark, the Polar Bear, uh Fang, the other guy, the other guys from which, which one's the Green Duck? Bean? Bean, yeah. Um, all the you know, all those guys are in it um the sonic popcorn machines in it um there's so much fun stuff in it like we mentioned they do you play mean bean machine in it um there's so much Are those fun
3: characters stuff. in there as bosses or
0: there's a boss there's that kind of like there's a boss that like summons them interesting and like so you're not technically fighting them but like they have their own moves and stuff dang what am i doing you should really try. it, it's it. A <laughs> porn, yeah yeah, I'm surprised you haven't picked it up yet. I know you were late to like getting like a Switch, but I think it was also on PlayStation 4, which I know you had.
3: I just didn't... I don't know. I just divorced Sonic.
0: Yeah, see, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on for the second one, is, you know, you were like the big Sonic guy that I knew my whole life, and then Sonic got really irredeemably bad for so long that you just stopped... it was that Sonic
3: 06 where it was like Final Fantasy cutscenes, and (laughs) he was in love with that human woman (laughs) (laughs) I mean love is love but that's a little wild it'd be one thing if they were like cartoony she was a cartoony girl she looked like Yuna from Final Fantasy 10
0: yeah like they was like
3: trying to make out with Sonic
0: yeah, because like the anthro the animal characters still looked like their cartoony selves, but all the humans, including Robotnik, like look realistic. And like it doesn't gel right. It's so weird. <laughs> and Bad. Yeah. I mean the game is bad. Like it'd be one thing if like the game was fun. But like it's like yeah. loading screen the game. Ugh. Yeah, And then
3: it was just like, oh, Sonic is a knight in this one, and in this one he's a werewolf, and it's just
0: like, what is
3: this? Why?
0: Yeah, and then there's here's one that's just Mario Galaxy, but Sonic. Yeah, I don't even know what one that is. That's Sonic Lost Worlds because it has a Zelda like DLC level. Weird. Yeah. yeah I, second second reason, one off the rails. The only reason I, I have that one because I'm a Zelda guy. But like, is yeah, is
3: Sega doing anything besides like Yakuza really right now?
0: Yeah, what are they up to?
3: I know they just came out with Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, mm-hmm. but I don't really know anything besides Yakuza.
0: Yeah, is there a Sonic game on the horizon?
1: I haven't Not heard of one that, since that I know of. Yeah, heard. I know
3: the original creator like formed his own company and is basically making. A sequel to Nights, but it's just called something else
0: mm-hmm.
3: like something wonderland
0: did Nights start on cd it's like a cd or was that Dreamcast? Saturn. dream Saturn. Sounding, oh, Saturn, yeah. Saturn. Okay. Saturn. Saturn. some of that stuff starts blending together in my head a little bit because they have the same kind of boxes
1: oh sega's got uh what is it? the endless stuff the uh, there's endless dungeon coming out next oh i thought you meant like sonic the hedgehog no, no, no! It's, it's the, endless. The, the the endless series. So there's the endless space, uh, dungeon of the Eng- endless. Uh, the one that's hitting newest is is endless dungeon. Um, they've got a what? bunch of really weird stuff. What oh, is that series? Them. It's a, it's their space opera series universe. Sega Sega made a space universe that they could make games in that's the best way to put it they should just make make
0: more fantasy star
1: Uh, Oh, they're off their fantasy star 2 online oh is there? okay yeah Yeah, I'd like to
0: see a
3: a regular fantasy star separate from the online like I was real into fantasy star online but
1: Mm -hmm. oh the dawn of war stuff is them too is Sorry, it? I'm I'm just on Sega's page now.
0: All right, well they're still they're still kicking around, but I I don't know. I think they could be a fun addition to like bring some of that classic Sega attitude to like you know whatever console. How mind blowing was it that we finally that we finally get like Sonic and Mario in games together? Like I, I could not handle it when he was announced for Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> insane. <laughs> Um, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're making the Sonic and Mario game Oh, it's the Olympics I'm like, what? <laughs> like, well I picked up the newest one actually Because it's got like a classic Because the Olympics, because it was in Tokyo It's the Olympics that didn't happen because of uh, 2020 mm-hmm. But Because um, it was in Tokyo like 50 years ago or something So it's got one where like it takes place in the past So it's like all 8-bit And retro looking It's like, oh, this is kind of neat uh, when the Sonic movie came out, a lot of these games, like all of the Sonic catalog on the eShop was like half off. So I picked up a couple of them. It's like, you know what, for like 10 bucks or whatever, I'll play this. Um, was it fun? It's okay. I think it's a thing you need to play with people because it's just mini games.
3: Hmm. Um Something you
0: can't do right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> Unless everyone wants to get it. I don't know if it has online. I think it might. But um, I don't know. I, I think I would love to see some a return to the form for Sega as a company. And I know nice. I know Sega of America and Sega of Japan like were constantly butting heads, which is what's led what led to a lot of the problems in the states. Like of them like losing market share. Like we talked finally about the Sega C D and those things, but like for three hundred dollars you should just buy a new console. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I get that we
2: got the thirty two X.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think all these stop gaps i think really hurt them i think just waiting and doing like a full brand new console i get that they didn't want to lose their genesis market share but like they already had such a big install base but that's some of that stuff's a tall tall order for some people like another three hundred dollars on top of this to get a get a thing that had a lot of ports the games you already had a lot of crappy fmv games like there's we mentioned some great stuff that's on it, but like at the time, like I didn't know about any of those.
3: Was it three hundred dollars? Is that like the price it was?
0: That's what Wes said. Oh, the, wow. the Sega CD? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: and that's three hundred dollars in nineteen ninety, whatever.
0: Yeah, nineties yeah. money. I don't even know how well, much of thirty two bucks yet. it
3: was what two hundred bucks, I believe.
0: I know the Genesis, that's I think right. started at like two hundred bucks, like when it first came out. Or maybe it was a little bit less and maybe Super Nintendo was because I know Genesis was a little bit cheaper when Super Nintendo came out because it had already been out for a year. And then once and then once they could pack in Sonic the Hedgehog, it was selling like crazy.
3: That's wild.
0: Yeah. Like I said, like ultimately spend like a thousand bucks on like one console, whereas like, I don't know. There's so many mistakes that could, you know they could have averted. And like they still went on for a while. Like you know, they still made the Sega Saturn, they still made the Dreamcast. Like I know the Saturn had kind of a rocky launch and didn't last super long.
2: Which was a shame because it was such a I, it, it was such a great system. But I think they were scared by Stony. I mean, I know we're not talking about the Saturn, but well, we can talk a little um, bit about it. Uh, cause it was. Uh, yeah, were you working was, at um
0: were, were you working at GameStop yet when that came out? Because that was one that had the shadow drop, right? Where it's yes. Like, oh, it's out
2: now, yeah. I was still I was still living uh, up north, and I was at the time I was working for Electronics Boutique, and and my store manager was like, he you know we talked about getting the Saturn whenever it came out. He goes at his convention, he calls the store, and he says, "Hey." He's like, "How serious were you about getting a Saturn?" I was like, "I definitely want it." He said, "Good, there will be in stores tomorrow." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Um, you know, but it was, it was a, a total surprise. It was like no games. There was like five well, Sega, Sega games, yeah. and that was it. There but, was no games it,
0: because they didn't. The developers didn't thought it was coming out months later. Exactly, they were still working on their games,
2: and and it was, they were scared by Sony, because the PlayStation was looming. So yeah. initially, the Saturn was supposed to be a strictly 2D. Side scrolling monster, which would have been fine, but then you know they heard Sony is throwing 3D in their new system, and so Sega had went back and started throwing all these put together 3D chips, and it you know we got what we got, but yeah, you know, it it still had as far as 2D, it still had some great, great, great games on it.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know anyone with the Saturn growing up, I knew people with Dreamcast because I was you know friends with you, Kendall. Of the Dreamcast. Uh, well, we'll do a Dreamcast episode. Probably, Dreamcast will probably be the next Sony, or if not Sony, oh my God, Sega console like we we, we spotlight on. Um, we'll probably talk a little bit about Saturn in that one as well, since it's you know, mm-hmm. preceded yeah. it. The, the, the sad thing is, it was like, you know,
2: Sega was huge in Japan, so the best games stayed overseas. Of course. That's how it always works. <laughs> and I was, I was just getting into importing then, because there was a, a game store that, that specialized in Japanese games and import games and modding your system to play all these imports and uh you know so i i do own a lot of them and there was so many good games that america never got to see which is a shame because i think if sega would have released a lot of those the system would have did a lot better
1: okay but well, we sure got clockwork night <laughs> we got
2: clockwork and bug <laughs> oh yeah but we did get panzer dragoon
0: mhm all games I've never played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I didn't have a Saturn. Um, I, I actually own a Dreamcast now, but I only own two games. So I own Power Stone 1 and Skies of Arcadia, which nice. I didn't really play Skies of Arcadia. I played it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> not, for, not because really it was bad, because be I had be something else to do. Um, <laughs> and then just because it's an RPG, I forgot what I was doing. And.
1: That's what happens. Well now you have nothing to do, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, I've just
0: got I've got I've got four games of playing Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. This is what I'm playing now. The podcast, uh got <laughs> Spider-Man I'm playing right now. I'm at I'm just about to start Big Hero 6 and King of Hearts 3. I just finished the story in Age of Calamity, and I still have, I'm finishing a second playthrough of Breath of the Wild right now. I unexp- <laughs> I was playing Breath of the Wild, I unexpectedly got a PlayStation 4 uh, from a friend. So, so, I picked up Spider Man, and uh, when that, I was picking that up, Kingdom Hearts 3 was on sale, so I picked that up.
1: But I can loan you Yakuza.
0: <laughs> and then I got uh, Age of Calamity for Christmas, so
1: I've been playing all of that. Um, well, when you're you know, done playing mediocre games, let me know, and you can borrow Yakuza. <laughs> I know you like Spider Man, so
0: Spider Man was really good. Play Kingdom Hearts 3 is definitely the worst one of the bunch. I'm not saying it's bad. Mm, mm, mm. I'm just saying it's anime trash, and like, it gets—it's <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating to, like, I'm playing it by myself, and like, these cutscenes are happening. I'm like, I feel embarrassed watching this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel more embarrassed about that versus like teaming up with like Rapunzel from Tangled and like, like you know, these little children's movie things. And I'm like, oh man these anime guys come on and just talk about absolute nonsense for like 20 <laughs> minutes. And well, I'm like you'll I, love yakuza. And then I'm like all right, so what's Woody and Buzz doing right now? Like uh what are Woody and Buzz doing? Yeah, they're talking about being friends. Uh
3: But even that is yeah. like insane anime
0: nonsense. I know. I was, text- I was texting Kendall about it. Because uh, we text each other when we play Kingdom Hearts games, it turns out. And I'm like, I love that Wallace Shawn has to say all of this stupid anime stuff. <laughs> <laughs> has to talk about this fake Square Enix game. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway, Sega Genesis. I think that'll wrap us up a little bit. Unless you guys got any uh, got any closing statements to say? Nah, well, I'm good. I just I
2: I missed i miss a lot of the the sega properties and and like you said before sega's sitting on so many unused properties they really need to bring them back
0: or if not, make them in house like license them to someone else like a like a way forward or something you know yeah
3: it honestly is like no surprise that they went under like what are they doing
1: yeah i do no, they, they make a lot of baffling decisions It's it's modern modern sega and classic sega are two very different companies. Modern Sega is making a ton of really cool and interesting stuff, but for whatever reason just refuses to capitalize on the large backlog of stuff that they could easily just pull out. I can't imagine there's nobody at Sega who wants to work on these things, but maybe it's just resources and time because I mean, you figure they're they're working on a bunch of big name titles. That have done fairly well recently, so I mean, I can see why you wouldn't go back to the well. I would. Is this gonna
0: sound weird? Because like, they're named Sonic Team, but like, I'd like to see Sonic Team do non-Sonic games again. They don't always make Sonic games. They made Knights. They made Billy Hatcher and Giant Egg. Like Choo Choo Rocket. Yeah, I'm sure they have other ideas besides Blue Hedgehog goes fast and it's bad. Because like, yeah, how how many times can you just like the boost formula is so boring. Like you just yeah. run in a straight line and move to the side. Like, uh, well,
1: they're the ones who are doing all the Pollo Pollo games. So,
0: yeah, like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, and those games have a lot of personality. So, like, yeah, all right, good. Yeah. let them do some something creative. I, I'm loving those Pollo Pollo
3: games. I got to beat
0: Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> How far can you get in it? I know it gets really hard. I don't. I used to not
3: be able to beat the like first guy but now I think I could crush
0: him. See, the trouble with those games is, like, I didn't wrap my head around as a kid, is, like, you got to be able to set up combos. Yeah, that's,
3: that's what messed me up.
0: Yeah, because that's how you get to drop the garbage on the other side, and that's what makes it hard. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yellow goes with yellow. I was thinking too Dr. Mario, you know? But, yeah, so, if, you know, like I said, let's wrap that up, um... We'll wrap this episode up thank you guys so much for joining me um Mm -hmm. always fun hanging out with y'all um i know this was what one of the requested consoles to do i've been doing a lot of nintendo ones and there's more to that than just you know more to video game than just you know retro gaming is just nintendo but since i schedule it i'm like i'm these are what i want to talk about so uh, we'll definitely do some other things, uh, including, like I said, I kind of want to do a Dreamcast one, even though I have, like, very, very limited experience with it. But the people I know that love Dreamcast, love Dreamcast. Um, the best
2: system ever.
0: Yeah, whereas I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> um, what, did, what did you say you have? Skies of Arcadia and what? And Power Stone 1. All right. It's not like you My got goal misses. is to make
3: you love Dreamcast before...
0: Yeah. Right. You know yes, Scott. All right, we'll we'll do it then. I kind of wish Dreamcast games were more available. Like they make Genesis games available on everything. Yeah. I
3: would buy I would spend like 30 bucks on a Jet Grind Radio re-release.
0: Uh and to be fair, like I've played the Sonic Adventure games to death on GameCube. Mm-hmm. Like I've also played those um which spoiler i liked as a kid as an adult i'm like oh no thanks yeah i loved them as a kid and now it's just a little... oh yeah i played i played sonic adventure 2 battles so much we talked a little bit about it when we were talking about gamecube i think um which if you haven't watched the that episode go watch that one now or listen to it or whatever format you're experiencing this podcast in <laughs> um but yeah thank you again for uh, joining me guys um i'll have reason to have you on again soon i'm sure. Kendall, you're probably on the most of anyone else I've done so far.
3: I think <laughs> it's it between you the- keep me in a basement and you
0: yeah. don't yeah. let
3: me leave. You don't feed me unless I do a podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> send get, out. That's how you get your pizza. Um <laughs> but yeah, so thank you guys for joining us. Um, subscribe and whatever. Uh so until next time, be safe.